Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study, about 13 minutes each day, but it keeps us in God's Word. You know, we keep saying faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So many people, while they may have a Bible in their home, although I'm not sure that's as common as it used to be not too many years ago, most people don't open the Bible much at all, if ever, and read even a single verse. How can you have true, saving, strong, and abiding faith in God and in Christ without reading God's Word, the Bible? Faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Share these short studies with people in your life, in fact, with everybody you can, because you know people who need to grow in their faith. Help them by getting them into God's Word through these short studies. You can share through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. But share with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can every day. Help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing for them, but also a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. Five Days of Jesus. We've been looking at the messages that are conveyed in a particular worship song entitled, One Day. But there are five verses of that song, and each verse focuses on one day of Jesus. So if you put the five verses together in the five days that are highlighted in each of those verses, then five days of Jesus. These are pivotal days of Jesus. As he came to this earth and went through his public ministry, bringing the gospel message of salvation to mankind, dying on that cross, and ultimately being buried in that tomb and then arising from that grave. Five days of Jesus, five pivotal days in his ministry as our Savior. Hmm. I want to read those five days from these verses One day when heaven was filled with his praises, one day when sin was as black as could be, Jesus came forth to be born of a virgin, dwelt among men. My example is he. One day they led him up Calvary's mountain. One day they nailed him to die on the tree, suffering anguish, despised and rejected, Bearing our sins, my Redeemer is he. One day they left him alone in the garden. One day they, he rested from suffering free. Angels came down or his tomb to keep vigil. Hope of the hopeless, my Savior is he. One day the grave could conceal him no longer. One day the stone rolled away from the door Then he arose over death he had conquered. Now is ascended, my Lord, evermore. And the fifth day of Jesus we look at today. One day the trumpet will sound for his coming. One day the skies with his glories will shine. Wonderful day, my beloved ones bringing. Glorious Savior, this Jesus is mine. One day Jesus left heaven 
because of the sin of mankind, came to this earth and was born of a virgin, as had been prophesied hundreds and hundreds of years before in Isaiah 7:14, And he did all of that to serve as our Savior. One day, at the instigation of the Jewish leaders, Roman soldiers led Jesus up the hill of Calvary, nailed him to a cross, and raised him up to suffer the cruel, brutal, torturous execution of crucifixion between two thieves. One day they buried Jesus in a garden near Gethsemane, sealed the tomb with a stone, sealed it by order of the Roman governor, and had Roman soldier guards placed at its entrance to guard the tomb. Oh, but that could not keep Jesus down. One day Jesus arose from that grave, victorious over death. God raised him as the risen Savior, proving that he is exactly that, our risen Savior. Died on that cross to pay the price for the guilt of our sins, but arose on the third day, victorious over death. The fifth day of Jesus. One day, Jesus is coming back. As the apostles stood with Jesus after his crucifixion, resurrection, and then having appeared victorious over death, risen for a period of 40 days, he ascended back to heaven. Acts chapter 1 has the account. I wonder what went through the minds of the apostles as they stood there and watched him rise through the sky. Acts chapter 1, verse 11, we're going to focus on. Who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who is taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Well, you see, as the apostles stood there, watching Jesus rise through the sky, ascending back to heaven, two other men appeared in white apparel, obviously angels, and they assured the apostles, why are you watching him go? He's coming back. You, you are seeing him arise through the skies back into heaven. He's coming back in the same manner. Jesus is coming back one day. We look at Matthew chapter 24, verses 30 and 31. And Jesus said, The sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. In other words, all of the saved upon the earth, the angels sent by Jesus will gather together, and they will meet him in the air. In John chapter 14, 
John chapter 14, and we look at verse, verses 2 and 3. The night of his betrayal, Jesus was assuring, maybe reassuring, the apostles. He said, in my Father's house are many mansions or rooms that can also be translated. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am there you may be also. Jesus is coming back one day to bring the saved home in heaven with him. But that day is going to have another reality for those who are not saved. In Acts chapter 17, verse 31, the apostle Paul, speaking of God, said, he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. And Paul is obviously talking about God is going to send his son, God the Son, Jesus, our Lord and Savior, back one day to judge mankind, to call all to account for the way we have lived our lives while in our physical existence on this earth. In fact, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10, the apostle Paul wrote, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Every single one of us will be present on that day. There'll be no skipping class, so to speak. Every one of us will stand before our Lord and Savior and give account for how we have lived our lives in this physical existence, in this physical world. Have we been faithful to him or have we been unfaithful? Have we been obedient to his teachings or have we neglected those teachings? 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 and 17, we read, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout. Remember those angels telling the apostles, Why are you watching him go up into the skies, into heaven? He's coming back in the way that he left. He is coming back one day. The Lord himself would descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. That is, those who are already dead physically, but they died in Christ. They died in faithfulness and dedication to him. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. What a great, great encouragement, and what a wonderful day to look forward to if we're living in faithful obedience and dedication to him on a consistent basis. The saved, for the saved that day will be their most glorious day. They will be ushered into heaven. But for the lost, it will be a day to their eternal condemnation in hell 
2 Corinthians chapter 1, beginning with verse 7. When the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, in flaming fire taking vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, these shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power when he comes in that day. Oh, my. We need to be looking toward that day. Now, if we have come to Jesus in faithful obedience, in surrender, repenting of our sins, and being baptized into him for the remission of our sins, Acts 2 and verse 38, Acts 22 and verse 16, then we can look forward to that day as a glorious day. But if we have not been obedient to him, if we have not been baptized so the blood that he shed on the cross for us could cleanse us of the guilt of our sins, then it's a day of utter despair and destruction. Which will it be for you if he were to come today, the fifth day of Jesus? Let's pray. Father, help us, guide us to be prepared for that day of Jesus when he comes again to judge all mankind from all time. Guide us to live a life to your glory through consistent dedication and obedience and faithfulness. Guide us to serve you in the ways you want us to, Father. We give you the praise and the glory, the honor, and the thanks. Please forgive us. We pray, gracious Father, in Jesus' name, amen.